Blog Talk Radio. Florida. It is going to hit somewhere in 
Florida. They don't know yet, but we're all under warnings. So please say your prayers for all of us. And if the show does not go on tomorrow because I don't have internet, please understand I am going away for about six weeks. I'm going to be in the UK and I will be back in October. Now, let me bring this guest on. He's an author, like I told you, of some fabulous books. And we're going to go into that once I put him in and or on. And he's also a photographer, which was drew me to him. And then he's a radio host. I mean, how crazy. He's got it all. So please, everyone, welcome to the show, Robert Sharp. Sharp. Hi, Robert. Good day, Bonnie. It is so good to be with you today. I am so happy you're here. I Like I said, I, I think I, I told you today, I woke up this morning and I thought, where do I start with this gentleman? And I mean gentleman, because that's what you come across, and I know that you are. But before we start and actually talk about what you do, tell people who you are and what is your passion, Robert, because you've got so many interesting ones. Excuse me, thank you. Well, first of all, before we start, I have to tell you, your opening song is my ringtone on my cell phone. <laughs> and I thought, you would, know what? Would you start? Go ahead. That great. is amazing because I have, to, I have to tell you this, Robert. I haven't played that. It came to me. I haven't played it for a long time because I, I play different things for different people who I feel. Mm-hmm. And I felt after looking at your title of your book, and talking to you that this was the song for you. I don't play it always. So I am well, very honored that you <laughs> told me that. Well, I, I just think that it's, you know, it's one of those, you know, synchronicities that uh, you pay attention yeah. to. And so, yeah, so that's great. Anyway, so. And you um, are meant to be I, here, I, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so as far as passions, you asked me about my passions. Well, you know my photography, nature photography. Um, I used to, um, my only entree into photography was in college. I took one course in photography, gave it up for many years, and then probably in the, since 2013, well, probably the last 10 years now, I guess, um, I really kind of leaned in on it and, and mostly take nature pictures, you know. So I just... Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a passion of mine. I love my radio show. Uh, I'll see next month. No, in October, we'll start my 14th year um, with, wow. with the show. So, uh, yeah, so it'll be just a, a long, you know, long time, you know, host like you. Well, you and I set the same tone. I, I got a look, but I think I'm on my 14th year also. We've got similar, such similar passions that I had to have you on here today. I am going to bring your two books up. I know you've written more, you're going to, or and you have more photography books, but I have to sink my teeth with the audience into something that you sent me. Um, but please tell everyone, I know I didn't get to t- say it, so go into your author also, uh, Passion, and then please tell everyone how you actually got into the metaphysical realm. And that's interesting to me because you touch on it. But you don't say. Yeah. Right. Well, um, I would say what started 
basically 30 years ago, a little over 30 years ago, um, when I met someone who was a very clairvoyant and just was, you know, hit things straight on, you know, and I had always been open, you know, to the metaphysical, but um, anyway, you know, during that time, if it was from that time on, then it, then it became a... Um, you know, an interest, and, and actually, I started when I started the show uh, 13 years ago. Most of it was metaphysics, was you know, um, psychics and and intuitive people coming on and, and you know, taking questions and you know, just talking about each individual's journey. Um, but then um, it got to be you know, kind of regular to you know, I mean, the same college calling at the same time, and you know, and I can understand you know, an interest, but. I wanted to do more than that, so then I, I kind of moved over a little bit more into the self-help, you know, area, you know, mm-hmm. personal development and that kind of thing. Um, and then yeah. I did, um, for a long time, I did uh, an, an environmental awareness. Um, I actually have one coming up uh, next month about uh, uh, she's a veterinarian and uh, talking about a world without bees and what, you know, kind of what that looks like. Oh, I would love that. Wait a minute, wait yeah, a minute, wait been... a minute. I love that. I don't like bees. They sting me. I hate it and then got to go to the hospital. So you know what? If she tells you that there has to be bees, Robert, you tell her you met somebody who says no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will, I will let her know that, that there, you know, there Thank are you. people who um, would prefer not to have that. So, that's but, right. but anyway, you know, and, so that's, yeah, that that's pretty much it. And then, um, you know, I've always been around people who've who've done readings, and I have done tarot myself, actually, for usually for myself, um, but I've done that mm-hmm. for probably a good, you know, twenty five year plus years. So I love and, all and then, of the things you're saying to me. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and then in the books, you know, I had my first book was, um, it's no, I mean, Joy Potential, where you least expect it, which was a kind of a semi-biographical, in a way, kind of story. Um, and mm-hmm. then the one after that was It's No Secret, Spirituality Bites. And, and then that one, I think we're going to talk about today, you know, some of the insights that I learned from guests. And then I'm sure you, too, you know, walk away thinking, yeah. boy, I, you know, that was, a, that was a new perspective for me to look at. So, um, so anyway, you know, and it's basically, uh, you know, just kind of what I learned and different actions people can take to, you know, know, improve, so. I, you know, I'll tell you, I want to read in chat because I I can't, right now, my girl is not coming to chat who usually talks. She might be in here, Brenda, but, you know, I know this is off the subject, but people are coming in and saying they have followed you for a long time. So, Bo, I am sure Robert Sharp. We'll absolutely love that. And everyone in chat, I can't write you while I'm on the show. So I want you to know that I can read it. And I appreciate everything. And if you want to jump on and talk to Robert at the end to just talk about what he's talking about today, we, we would love that if we have any time. But I do want to recognize them because they are writing me about you, Robert. I'm not as really cool. I love that. Because, you know, for me, you're new. And, uh, okay. and, and, and I, I – 
go ahead if you're going to add anything because I'm going to go right into your water level. Well, I'm going to go into something that you're probably not going to expect, but go ahead. No, I was going to say, no, I was, I was just going to say that, you know, the, that was the one, you know, also one of the things we share in common too. Since our our topics are so aligned, quite often yeah. I'm sure people like the one in today's chat, you know, listens to us both, you know, and then, you know, yes. so it's, you know, so and that's kind of a, a nice thing to see. It's kind of a, a connectedness in a way. Absolutely. I have to tell you, and everyone listening, they all know, I have a panel that comes on. They're top of the top, and I love them. And I also, like Mark Richardson is coming tomorrow, and he's a psychic medium, and he's from the U.K. I've known him forever, and he has his own radio show on um, oh, a speaker. So I love when I can have people that understand. And to me, I, every, there is so much in the world that we need to share and be for, I love when I have people that come to you, to come to me, to come to, uh, to Mark, to come to Grant, because this, that, that's what the world is about. It's called diversity. And if you just only listen to one thing, how do you know what else is out there? So I love that you just said yeah. that. Um, but you know, yeah. I'm gonna be a little, I'm gonna be a little sarcastic. Everyone listening, you better be on my show. No, I'm kidding. So you, better, I love <laughs> every, I and humor is a big part of my show too. But I've got to tell you, and I want to thank you for, profusely for sending me your work. Um, what what I what I was drawn to you in in chat or in 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 social media was your pictures i had no clue that you were an author and i had no clue you had a radio show so when spirit <laughs> said to me well I, I did know you were very physical because i heard it through my guides but they said um bonnie take a look at this look at his eye this is not the eye of someone that isn't metaphysical. And I looked at your pictures and I looked at them for, you know, and I said, I've got to have, I've got to talk to him. So for me, when I look at your pictures and I don't, and I'll let you talk in a minute, but it, for me, when I look at them, they scream out metaphysics and I can see it's so cool. What you see, I look in your eye and I see what mm-hmm. you're trying to portray to us, which is the coolest thing that's ever happened, really, when I looked at your pictures. And that's why I had to get a hold of you. Go ahead. Well, I love that, you know. I mean, because, you know, what my hope is that that I am kind of capturing the energy. You know, and again, I've kind of, you know, through, I mean, I've done about to do a first wedding. I've done several types of, you know, photo geeks, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. But my passion is just nature. I just go back to it, and and you know, and, and there are certain things, of course, in the neighborhood I take more often, you know, quite often. Um, but they're different views, and and it's just one of those things that I just think that if I can, you know, capture the energy of what it is, you know, that that people can look you at do. that and if anything just smile <laughs> you know that i did smile in fact i could probably smell most of your flowers and if you did put a bee on what you did i start to like get clammy a little bit but it is only because i know that bee is really um helping the flowers so i i and i love your birds i mean it just is 
you know, before I go into a gushing, you know, uh, about your work, <laughs> I do want to bring a few things in because we really only have an hour. So, sure. But you, you sent me a book, and the first book is for everybody out there. It's called Water Lilies. And he, you wrote something beautiful in here. What you don't know is the minute I, I see water lilies, I looked at what you said about them, and it's exactly what I say wither lilies are, as above, so below. And you put that so perfectly. I don't know if you realize that. But in your book, you said, may you be like the water lily, transforming challenge into beauty. If you know my show and you know about me, that is what I constantly bring through. I believe that everyone needs to look at the perspective of let's make lemonade out of lemons. And I'm very, very, uh, I am a counselor also. So I, I, I work at that. And I work with people even in my readings with that. But you put, and I'm going to read it, and it, it, please, for everyone out there, um, don't think I, it's the first time I'm reading this because I want you all to hear it if you don't have this. And it says, the reverence and admiration of water lilies is an ancient law. I never really knew that. So, Robert, for me, that is super cool. Go ahead. Because I could talk oh, your it, ear it, off. It, it, <laughs> no, that's right. No, no, absolutely. But, you know, that when when I, you know, kind of started really getting into photographing, you know, because there's some wonderful ones nearby, um, you know, I, I just became, I, I mean, I could walk by them. I had to walk by them every day on my daily walk, and I would always take a picture. I mean, they're the same water lilies, but it's like I can't walk by them without taking a photo, you know. And I mean, a lot of them, of course, don't post, but but it's one of those that I, I guess it's kind of like uh, giving uh, reverence and thanks for, for at least being there. Well, you know what I think as above, so below is? There are two cards that come mm-hmm. to since you used to read, or you do read tarot, because so do I. Um, the two cards that come to me are Aquarius or the star card. She has the water, one foot on the water, one foot on the ground. And the other one is the the Sagittarius card, which is temperance, which is as above, so below. So for me, when you say this, I look at it, and the minute I see this, I, I know that for me, as above, so below, is nature, beauty, heaven, and earth going together and I love that that you put this so eloquently because your next you know is many cultures around the world view water lilies as a sacred symbol a connection to the earth even as a source of healing the water lily embodies the essence of transformation its roots below the surface in murky muddy water draws nourishment to bring forth on the surface beautiful fragrant flower to me, water lilies are mystical and magical. A perfect example would be the famous work of Claude Monet. So water lilies and lotus blossoms are a reminder that our trials and tribulations are food for the soul, making us more vibrant and beautiful. And you do mention in your book that we're going to go over, I'm not going to skip the joy book, but, we're, what, but the one I sunk my teeth into. And I probably am not, I probably should have done the joy first because I'm always about joy, but this title got me. So what you do mention that, and I love it in your book, that the trials and tribulations, um, you know, that 
you're looking at this flower um, or food for the soul. And that's our crossroads. You bring up crossroads even in your first book that we look and is the challenge. We have to decide which way we go. And that determines the outcome sometimes of what's going to happen. doesn't mean it can't change, but it just means that that's the path you chose. So when you wrote that, what did you feel about that when you wrote it? Um, well, the um, – you talk about the joy potential or the it's no secret? Well, I, I probably feel you combined a lot of your stuff and all of the work that you've yeah, done. I'm yeah. looking at – so you can pick whichever you want because we're going to talk about both of them. Well, the, the thing, you know, with joy potential, you know, that one really gets into, you know, the idea of making choices. Like you mentioned, you know, you know, different possibilities are leading down different paths and yeah. and that kind of thing. And yeah. and you know, the what I wanted to get across in that particular one is that each and every day, you know, through the choices that you make, you know, you're pulling in kind of a, a different, you know, you're pulling in the reality that you want, you know, by your choices. So, um, yeah. you know, want different, you know, different choices kinds of things. But, um, you know, and, and in that one, too, you'll notice it's kind of like really just uh, the main character and the joy potential one against, you know, I mean, some kind of advisors or, you know, coworkers. But but um, in, in that particular one, also the idea is, is that it comes from, you know, within you. Um, I'd never... Mm -hmm give away the gender of the person, you know, it's kind of done in a first person, you know, I never give away the gender or name even of the character. I um, mean, that was because I wanted mm -hmm. the reader to insert themselves, you know, or, you know, or, you know, I not have that. any preconceived. Mm -hmm. That was so, kind of tricky. You know, when I, <laughs> but. I, well, you do mention you in the back. So to me, when I did look at this book, and like I said, I skimmed this one, but I will get back. You know, I just got home yesterday, but the book oh, yeah. that, I, that I totally devoured was this No Secret book. Um, and I guess because that's what drew me, the word met spirituality bites. Are you kidding? How could that not draw you in? <laughs> and joy potential is the way I live. So I was shocked when yeah. I saw the title. I think I told you that. And, um, and, I, and I wanted to make sure that you and I were on the same page about it. And it was, you have mm -hmm. the same sense of humor I do, and yet you play with words. So I love that. Um, the joy potential, before we get off that, you do bring up that you had, um, you had awakenings, that you learned how to find joy in things that might have happened to you um, early on that you needed to look at. And if you look at your back cover, because like I said, I skimmed the book, but it, it, it mentions you as that, um, do you create an experience, fear or joy? I, I, that's a crossroads that we all every day look at. And as a crossroads in life and not knowing which direction to go, I find myself taking a temporary job. Now, you said yourself. Are you looking at a character or were you actually looking at maybe a little bit of an autobiography? Well, it's yeah, it's it's autobiographical in the sense that mm -hmm. um the the 
the main character's quest, you know, and it was, I mean, you know, so it was, uh, they had a podcast, you know, and, and you know, there was, yeah. uh, you know, kind of a, a publisher Love named you. Sarah. Well, mm-hmm. there, is, there is a publicist, Sarah, that, you know, yeah. bless her heart, sends me wonderful people for guests. But, but so, I mean, mm-hmm. in many ways, it was kind of me, but, but also kind mm-hmm. of looking at it from a standpoint of um, kind of, recognizing joy you know what i mean i mean it was it was just a real weird um the, the idea for that whole book came in while i was on a walk and you know and it, it was inspired daily you know to write so it was that was truly one of those that was dictated <laughs> excuse me in a way well, but i wanted to well, put I, it you know, you know truth at least you listened right <laughs> at least you listened mm-hmm. to your at least you listened what, well, so and I and I have to give you kudos for that. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that and that's true. You know, and it, and it was funny because um, I would there would be I basically followed the same pattern. I would walk every day, and then you know, usually by the one mile mark, I would my mind would go to the, to the book, to what to write next, and what the characters were going to do. And then by the time I got back to the office, I would just type them down, you know. And so that's kind of how it went. And and on days when it was like cold, too cold or too rainy not to walk, I would just sit at the you know the computer like I would if I came back, and absolutely nothing. There was truly, I mean, I truly had to walk in order to get. I mean, it was it was so odd. And you know, I knew the ending of the book, but what was going to happen in between was just um, as much a surprise to me. You know, as I was walking, as as it was, you know. So anyway, it just kind of unfolded. It was a real cool experience. I love that. I, Robert, you couldn't you you couldn't have explained what spirit does to begin with. First of all, if they have encouraged you to walk and downloaded books, there's a reason. And we might not know it at the time, as you know. But like you said, when you got to your desk, you had to walk. You know, that's no different than people or authors that I've, you know, that I've interviewed that said they have writer's block and sometimes they had to put the book down. You really didn't have writer's block. You just had to have some movement on earth, meaning that your feet were walking on the ground, looking at nature to be able to tap in to what you needed to. And that proves to me, like, you know, for me, looking at you and looking at your book and looking at everything you do, it all ties in. Your photography, you writing the book while you were out in nature, and I feel like I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in reality. So to me, I I I see that so clearly, and I'm glad that you said it because there are some people who want to write, they can't figure out how to do it. But usually, if you listen somewhere in your inner self, you're going to hear what's going to promote you to write that uh, book, short story, or whatever. So I love that you did that, Robert. Now you got to stick it over well, to know, me because I've had a book <laughs> for a long time that I haven't done. But go ahead. <laughs> well, well, you know, the one thing, too, I noticed is that um, there the times when there were blocks, because there were, like, like you mentioned, but yeah. what – what end up happening is is there would be some kind of occurrence during the day, something happening that would then kind of unblock, you know. Uh, so I was yeah. kind of like I recognize that, you know, part of what I'm going to write hasn't happened yet, so I need to let it happen so I can write about it. <laughs> so anyway. 
That um, that is super cool. Super cool. <laughs> and I'm I'm going to go into the next book, but first before I want to because we're going to go real deep into this book. But can you please because I'm super interested. So you used to do tarot, or do you still do tarot? And you used to do it for yourself, or you do it for other people? I'm not quite understanding a little bit. I, I so do, can you please tell everyone? I, I do. I, I still do, and as a matter of fact, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, a couple of publicists send card decks, samples. So, you know, I have mm-hmm. shows on it. So, yeah, I, I, I do like As a matter of fact, I was even working on my own <laughs> nature one. I've got pictures already uploaded and, you know, probably the book about 85% done. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, I do like them. You know, because I think what happens is that it – stimulates a, um, you know, something, you know, within that that it's like, okay, I need to pay attention to this, or, yeah, this is kind of what's going on. But it's kind of, I guess, a, an awareness raiser <laughs> in a way. That's right. So do you read, and this is, by the way, I put out, I was looking to put out a deck too, which is so similar, but I couldn't get the pictures, but I got the words, but I could get the pictures. And so I, I collaborated with someone who never came up with anything. So my deck and my book is still, you know, but I couldn't do everything. So I'm, I love being a radio host. I wanted to take it to television, which why you'll see me on Instagram, but um, I've been doing it so long that if I guess if it would have been that I would have been, I always dreamed I was going to be Ellen DeGeneres, only straight, which makes no <laughs> difference. But I always thought I was going to be one of them for the metaphysical community. Hey, you can think and dream big, but, you know, but spirit and everything in life has other plans sometimes. So well, do you feel well, the people when, who need to hear, the people who need to hear will hear, you know, that's just, you know, that's right. and, and it's one of those things. And, and, you know, and we have the beauty of having them available to listen to in an archives, which, you know, and in many cases it's either broadcast once and gone, you know, unless you tape it. But, but anyway, yeah. it's um, certainly more long lasting. Absolutely. You know, it, I always say, you know, I, if you're hearing it out there, I'm your girl. But I, but that is always <laughs> on the hand. That's a vegetarian, so you know how do you work that. But with tarot, and this is what I want to get into right now. And so when I read tarot, and I'm wondering for you, I read it my own way. Like you were saying, things prompt. I feel that they're tools to prompt you. So if I, right. if you know, people hand me the three of of swords. I'm not going to read that three of swords the same way you might read it. Or even the same way in a, in a, in a, with the same person. Did you find that when you were reading tarot? Did you, tarot like? Did you feel that you were you were prompt? It only prompts you to what you need to do, rather than you read the card for face value. Yes, I agree. I agree, and and that's you know, and that's the, um, and I think the beauty of seeing or feeling different things when, you know, you, quote, interpret the card, um, I think has a lot to do with, you know, if if you're doing it for yourself, you know, kind of what your state of being is, and and if you're doing it for someone Mm -hmm. else, you know, their state of being. So, I mean, and it can, um, you know, get the conversation started, you know, and, um, and, and sometimes, you know, it's, for some people, for me, you know, 
any kind of help I can get from from beyond to you know direct me, I'll I'll take it. You know, however it comes. So I love that, and even if in a form of a card, a horse, a zebra, we just do whatever, right? <laughs> I just, I, I'm one of those that if, well, yeah, I am a zebra lover, so you've got to understand. And I used to be a llama lover, and I love it. I just see them, and I, and, and I know what I'm prompted to say. But I've got to tell you that we're going to go into your book because you're going to have to go with me with this because I, this book, this really, first I started to, you know, on vacation, you know, you know, you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, do I have to read? Yeah, well, I got you because I've got him on the show and I wanted you on the show before I left on my vacation, my real vacation, which is, I went with my husband to the beach, by the way, and everybody that knows Apalachicola is beautiful and you as a photographer would probably love to be up there in the panhandle of Florida. I bet. So, so I'm going to the UK. Go ahead. Go Mm -hmm. ahead. No, no, I was going to say it's been a long time. I haven't been. I've been to I think the panhandle of Florida just once, (laughs) but um, it is a beautiful area. You ought to go back. You need to go back with your lens eye because you would see, like, okay, so. They migrate every seven years, ten years, and we're there. And the the dragonflies, there were mm. billions of them coming at me on the deck. And I'm deathly afraid of bugs, so you know that, wow. okay, just to put that okay. out there. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. And my husband said, Bonnie, right. they won't hurt you. They'll, they'll move right past you. Stand still. I went mm-hmm. nuts. Then when I realized that he was right, and they passed billions of them, not like a couple hundred or you see a couple, because they were migrating, I just stood there in wonder. And for someone like you, it would probably be heaven, because you, I don't even know if you could have used your camera to do it, but I mean, it was just, and the same thing with the butterflies out there. But anyway, let's do your book, at all, because I can talk, I could talk your ear off. So, well, dragonflies are one of my favorite. Dragonflies are? are one of my favorite. <laughs> I guess maybe that's why subjects. I had to tell you. Yeah. So, do okay. you think of so now we're on that subject and you can't get me off it now? So, dragonflies remind me of. Uh, you're probably going to laugh. Um, whenever I see a dragonfly, I think of the um, the movie Black Hawk Down, and the reason is dragonflies hmm. look like helicopters to me. I think mm. helicopters were designed after the the um, the uh, body of a dragonfly. Look at a helicopter, and then look at a dragonfly. Yeah, I have taken taken pictures of them with a perspective where they, I mean, it looks like they're ready to you know take off. I mean, you know, the blade with the blades kind of thing. Uh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. when you look at them straight on, then they're thin. Um, so, but I, I I look at them as kind of more, for me, more of a magical, more of a mystical kind of. I mean, to me, they're just. You know, I mean, they're a throwback to time long, long ago. But, I mean, it's just the, um, I guess, the energy, you know, the, the fast fluttering, the four, you know, wings, um, and uh, just the variety. Now, they have ugly faces. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, uh, I did see a human face in there once. I have to tell you, I saw a human face 
in one, I had a girlfriend who's metaphysical, and she said, my husband keeps coming back as a dragonfly. Well, you know me, I'm like, really? Okay. And so I said, well, that's nice, because, you know, I do believe, in re- of course, reincarnation. I do believe we can we come back as all different things, but I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking, you got to be kidding, a dragonfly? You know, so she came and sat out here, and one, she goes, it's going to, you know, my husband's going to come and see me. Sure enough, and you can't write this stuff up. It came and landed on the computer I was working in. She was working on. And I looked at it, and it was a human face. And I said, oh, my God. Amy, you need to tell your husband I can only do this so long. Got to go. So I, to me, I love dragonflies. And when I say black hawk down, it's only because of the, the shape of the, of the – it is just the coolest right. thing. And everyone does feel they're magical. So you are in the perfect company of all the people who look at dragonflies. And that's why I had you talk about, well, I guess I knew you loved dragonflies because I wouldn't have brought it up. So, (laughs) Uh well, next time we're going to see a book on dragonflies and helicopters. So anyway, (laughs) from you. Anyway, so the book is called It's No Secret, Spirituality Bites. Well, I'm glad that you put the S small because, you know, spirituality is such a part of me. I'm thinking, spirituality bites. I'm going to bite him. But, you know, of course, I'm not violent. So so I got in it, and I absolutely adored it. And this was on vacation, by the way. My husband said, you never read on vacation, Bonnie. This must really interest you. And I said, oh, yeah. The first chapter, I could have probably thought one way or the other that I'm going to put it down. But you hooked me on it after, and I'll give you the statement you hooked me on. So how did you feel, before we get into the book, how did you feel about writing this book? Well, what led up to, you know, in the Spirituality Bites, B-I-T-E, capitalized, it was, was the acronym for my radio show, which is Bringing Inspiration yes. to Earth. So, and, and it was the um, culmination of uh, different things I had learned from guests. And, you know, the I guess the maybe the bigger picture, the higher picture of kind of what, you know, what goes on, and then uh, different exercises at the you know, end of each, um, I call them insights instead of chapters, uh, but at the end of each in, yeah. uh, insight or chapter, there's, you know, awareness, kind of insights from, you know, the, the topic and different actions that people can do, you know, to make their life better. So that was, I wanted something where it's like I learned this, you know, hey, I learned this, you know, this is kind of what it means to me. These are things that you can do if you want, you know, to, you know, either eliminate the negative or accentuate the positive, you know, kind of thing. Um, so anyway, just I, I think it's helpful to, you know, provide different ways of how can I apply what I just learned to my daily life. How is it useful? I love that. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. I love that, Robert. And you, even in your introduction, which really made me laugh, but you put the world would be a better place if everyone stopped searching for their spiritual path and realized you're on it. You know how many times I tell people that? So I, I, I do love that. And everybody out there must know that, you know, you're, I always say this is earth school, but you're here to on a spiritual path. You are absolutely on this path to learn, to experience, and to sometimes, you know, show others. So what did you mean by that? Because I'm talking for you, and I know I shouldn't. What did you mean by that statement? 
Well, you know, it, to me, the idea is that, you know, if our, pre- our existence, you know, our reason for kind of being here, um, you know, that I think, you know, what, you know, the ripples that we leave behind between our deeds, for our deeds, you know, that mm-hmm. that yeah. is, that's kind of like, to me, it's an idea of being eternal in the sense that, you know, someone was affected, you know, simply by this, you know, being here or doing something, or, you know, whatever. But, I mean, just that the, you can have an effect on your your world and, and how you, you know, how you want to make that, of, you know, when you're gone, how, you know, how do you want to be remembered, so to speak, you know, uh, well, so. We say it's, I would I would look at it like this, Robert. I would look at it. It's probably the same perspective, but um, we're all on a spiritual journey. We all have different different experiences, different lessons, and different um, uh, places and beings we have to um, to experience and and find out about and make choices with. So I love that you said that we're all on you know that. Uh, you're on your spiritual path. There'll be pitfalls in that spiritual path because in order to be here on earth, I mean, I know some people say this is hell on earth, but I always look at it as we're heaven everywhere. But is that, that, that we're, we're, you know, we wouldn't be here if we were perfect, which is absolutely probably true. So, but I always say I'm perfect. So why am I here? <laughs> um, looking at that, looking at that. I'm going to say that uh, we are all here. I believe we're all um, we are we're all spiritual beings on our journey here. So when people say to me, and I, I don't know how you feel about it, but when people say, um, "Well, she's psychic. She's a medium. She's this and she's that," I always say, "But so are you." It, 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 it's kind of like Michael Jordan. If you, Michael Jordan plays basketball, I love basketball. I could play it, but I'm no Michael Jordan. So this this lifetime, you maybe came with um, the energy. Maybe you didn't come with as much um, enlightened energy as the next person, but you are enlightened. And so take your energy and start using it. The more you use it, the more enlightened you become. I feel that's why we're here anyway. So I, 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 I love, you know, that you put that we're on it we're all on a spiritual journey i believe everyone's spiritual is whether you realize it or not so in that book yeah, in your it, book it's is kind, kind of, of what, saying that well yeah it's kind of like it is what you make it <laughs> you know and yeah you know you're on a path it's, it's kind of like you know if you're you know on in the path in the, the woods you know i mean you're on it so now what are you going to do when you're going forward what are you going to do where are you going to go where are you going to turn if there's bugs, I'm going to scream and run out. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so, you know, you wrote, um, forget the so-called experts. You know, everyone, please, I'm going to tell you how to get the book. Robert's going to tell you where to get the book. I can't give you every name of what chapter we're going into. I'm just going to hit some, some subjects that I feel are important for everyone to hear because it was really so cool for me to read that it says we teach best when we, when we most need to learn. To, to give you a little perspective of me, Robert, I'm an RN. I'm a nurse besides being a counselor okay. and all kinds of crazy things. So for me, we used to say the nurses that were, always, that were always our supervisors were nurses that couldn't do the nursing because we were the ones that could. 
And so I, when I look at that, it says te- it, that the people who are teaching and look at psychiatrists, we used to say that nursing wise, oh my gosh, she's crazier than the patient. Well, the reason that they went into psychiatry, <laughs> we found out a lot of them, were because they needed to get psychoanalyzed. What better way to do it than go through medical school and do a whole year of psychoanalysis for free? So we used to laugh about that. But I so love this statement. How do you feel about that statement? Well, the, the one about... Um you know the experts. We teach the, the so-called experts. Yeah, we teach. Yeah, we teach fast. Yeah, that what we need. What we most need to learn. I love that. Yes, and you know, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's true. You know what? What we need is going to draw our attention. You know, the idea is is that, um, you know, what wherever you choose to put your attention, you know, it is going to be, you know, kind of what you will realize. And, and now the the one, thanks for the advice now on the side, um, it's the, is, is recognizing that, you know, there are people who will kind of profess you know, to be experts, but ultimately it's whatever you decide. You know, it's your decisions, you know, and, and Certainly, it's nice, I think, to get different perspectives from people, you know, but um, ultimately, you know, I'll kind of make those decisions and choices and actions based on where I think I need to put my attention. Well, how did that work for you? (laughs) Now I'm going to go back to you because, you know, I believe we have crossroads in life, and that's kind of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You go for advice and you go... Um, it's you who ultimately, it's your life path, not anyone else's. And when right. you, you know, I have a, a theory somebody said to me, and I, it was really interesting, but I want to know how you have done that for yourself. How does that, how did that work for you? Well, um, it's, you know, basically. Did, uh, now, did you listen to the experts or did you do what you wanted? And well, when you did what you I, wanted, I always, did it read, did you, you know, end up in the, yeah, where you needed now, to be? Now, you know, all of my decisions, you know, whether expert guided or not, you know, ultimately my decisions, you know. So yeah. um, I do and have listened to people. And, you know, and you're right, there are various um forks in the road, you know, kind of going one way or the other or, or being, and many times being guided, you know, it's like, you want to go down this path, but no, something's saying going down this one, you know, and, um, yeah. and it's really, I think the idea is to strengthen that inner intuition, you know, it's like, listen to me and, you know, and then see what happens. I love that, Robert. It's exactly where I wanted you to lead everyone. So if you, you know, Geppetto said it the best, let your intuition be your guide. So (laughs) not always do we know. I think it was Geppetto, wasn't it? I know Pinocchio. I think it was Geppetto who said it, not or somebody in that group there. But um, I, you know, my big, my big thing to put across is if you, if you sharpen who, you know, some people question, well, who are you actually listening to? But if you're, honest and you're true to yourself and you're a loving and really good person because we're going to get into your next chapter which really shocked me um i believe that if you find your guide they won't 
steer you wrong. You can steer you wrong as yourself because sometimes you don't listen or you don't hear right. And that's when, I don't know the word wrong because I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's ever a wrong way. I believe that from every challenge, like you were calling them challenges and so do I, that when you see them, even if you take the wrong path, you're learning something. And then you jump back on the right one. How do you feel about that, Robert? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and it's if the whole purpose is to have experiences of all kinds, then, yeah. you know, there's going to be some good ones, there's going to be some challenging ones. But nonetheless, you know, it's kind of like that's why we're here, you know, and, and that once you take a particular path and you maybe see, you know, kind of an adverse, something, well, I wouldn't do that again, kind of situation, then you just recognize that that is kind of now a part of your total picture. It's the fact of, you know, this is not to be done again, you know, or, you know, know, show me a flashing red light, please, you know, if if I get close to that again. So, So I think that, you know, it's just it's just an awareness and experience. It's kind of like if you're climbing up a mountain and you kind of go, you know, off off path. All of a sudden, you come across, a, you know, like a stream or something that wasn't in the plan. And it's like, so you you just never know kind of where that's going to lead. Now, you know, maybe going the other path would lead you to a bear. <laughs> you know, and you could. Uh, so I anyway, not. you know, the idea is, <laughs> I know, but the idea is, is that you know, it is kind of the reality. Folds to meet your um, what you want, what you want to attract. I love that. And here's what I the end of that would be because we've got to get to the next chapter. But the end of that would be where there's there, and I I never loved this, but I know that it, it. But you have to look at it that way. You have to have dark in order. You have to have darkness mm-hmm. to know what light is. And you have to have light to understand that there is potential of dark. And I always look at the light. I don't like looking as dark. You'll find that out with your next chapter. But, you know, I know people go, Bonnie, you know you're aware of it. Why are you not looking at it? That's, you're leaving a whole part of you out. And so I, I have to say that when you just said that, where there's the reason why there's, there's uh, darkness is to show us the light. We wouldn't know what light was mm-hmm. if we we knew we, we, we didn't experience dark. So I love that. Moving into that, Robert, the next chapter was, ah, because I hate this <laughs> word, but I love the chapter, was evil exists. I am going to let you run with that chapter because there's oh. things in there that I need to talk about. But I'm assuming that's a self-awareness um, that you put in there. Um, yes. Um, the evil exists and we met, that particular one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll, so, I'll refresh yeah, if you, do you want me to refresh some of your memory or do you want to, the one, the, well, the, the, well, go ahead, go you go for it because it's your book. <laughs> well, well, what, what happens is, is that, um, it, you know, I, and you have come across guests who are kind of more, you know, are, are very good intuitive. I mean, are very intuitive. You know, their level of intuition, yeah. you know, in connection is, is stronger Within, than some. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and then there are some Absolutely. 
pretend you know, that they're you know yeah. more tuned in. Well, anyway, yeah. that came. You know, and, and I'm not one for evil and demons, and you know, I mean, I just yes, I'm not um, I understand. I understand the energy of it. You know that there's kind of you know, I just look at it as a, uh, a ball of energy. You know, I mean that it's there. Yeah. You know, and and it inhabits yeah. some more or less. But 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 this particular person, you know, came across as um, you know, being all you know, very connected. And what would happen is I would get these emails that were like death and destruction and, you know, and chaos. And I mean, every single email, you know, I guess it was their kind of uh, newsletter kind of thing. But it was just dark. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, you know, and um, I tried White to, light you know, it, break. White light it. Yeah. And I tried to, you know, break White the connection, it, you know. You know, and, and anyway, it was just one of those things where um, I felt that this person was just, you know, kind of a harbinger of dark, you know, and yeah. I, I just didn't really want any connection, you know, kind of, you know, not even ethereal kind of connection, um, let alone email and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, but um, and that was the one time that I, that it was like, even though I, I, I know that the energy of darkness, um, evil or whatever, um, you know, that it exists, you know, and that, you know, there are ways, like you say, shine the light to make, you know, to you know, brighten that up. But um, yeah. in some cases, you know, it's like you say, you kind of like bless them, you know, you know, shine the light on them and then just leave them, you know, because it's their choice, you know. I mean, it, truly they're living there. Yeah. You know their path, and you know maybe their whole purpose is to show us, you know, hey, you know that is dark. I know that I am not dark. <laughs> you know I am. So Absolutely. it kind of just highlights if you work in the light, you know, kind of like yeah, I am bright, so to speak. I love that you said that because there is ways, and I, you know, I'm not one. I, I like, you know, I I I read the flower therapy deck, and I have six other ones. So to me, I'm all about love and light. And when I read that, I mm-hmm. thought, you know, Robert, when I met you, I know this chapter probably bothered you because this mm-hmm. isn't something that I know you deal with. But how you actually dealt with it was perfect. And many people would love to know that because they are hit sometimes with energy that are not positive. I just say it's not positive energy. And so right. to exactly. me, I, I was impo- – yeah, it's important that people hear that because – uh, not always do people know, and they're so caught up in it, they, they don't know what to do. And I love that you had a solution for them. I'm going to, unfortunately, move on to the next because I could spend another hour on this. Sure. Because <laughs> you and I both agree with guests that have come like that. But um, the next, this, because I do want you to be able to promote where they can get this book in your show. The sure. next one is that I, I'm going to go real quickly is, which I absolutely loved. And I do want to talk about one, but this is about um, unanswered prayers. I'm going to touch on this really briefly, but I agree with you. Totally agree with you. When and I have had guests that, that don't show up or they call me at the last minute, I always feel like it's a blessing. And I know you do at the end too, because for me, I took my own show and I love promoting myself. So for me, that gave me an inkling of saying, Hey, you know, for only for me, because other people it's different, but that I actually 
enjoy myself and I can actually enjoy interacting without having to um, have anybody else interact with me. And it actually led me to having my own shows sometimes with just myself. When people don't show up, though, it is super rude. It is not nice. And I have had it recently that happened, and I have told them that. So um, go briefly into that for like a minute, and we're going to move to the one that I love is dream. I love that. So, okay, so <laughs> okay. what do you feel about guests that don't do that right thing? Yeah, well, now there's the the one section of thank God for unanswered prayers, and and you're, you know, you're right. One of the things that I think um, we can, um, you know, look at is that you know, you know, we all have our prayers, you know, what we what we want in whatever form, you know, way, but but I mean, you know, our, our desires, our, our requests from the universe, um, but you know the the important thing is, I think, is that, you know, what the whole, what would be the best approach is to, you know, kind of, you know, let, guide me to what is best for me, period. You know, just guide me to what's best for me, and, and I'm not going to put any judgment, you know, just other than the fact that it's, you know, it's good for me. So, um, and, you know, and, you know, you're right, sometimes, you know, um, you know, hindsight happens a lot, and you know, with yes. you know, like I have, like you do, I'm sure, guests, like you said, shows that don't happen, and and then I come to find out that it's like, you know, that's a good thing, you know, that that, that I don't personally, you know, align necessarily with, you know, what what they're saying or promoting. So, but well, call me Robert. Um, I'll always go impromptu. If somebody doesn't show up, I can talk a blue streak, and I have a million subjects <laughs> that I can do as well as interact with my audience. So to me, I looked at it as a blessing. It's a little bit scary right away because I'm thinking, here I promoted somebody, and I don't like doing that, with, but people do come to hear that person. But in the long run, I'm hoping, and everybody listening to me today knows that, hey, if it's me, great, it's me, and I love it. So that, that, that's my look on when that stuff happens. Um, other people, it's it's totally different from. So I, I that's why I wanted your perspective on it. Do you end up canceling the show, or do you end up taking it on your own? Yeah, no, no. I I, I usually I'm I'm not. I used to really canceling used to kind of you know, great me, you know, my idea, you yeah. know, the idea. And then you know, then I realized, you know. Virtually all of the listens are in the archives or in the other, you know, places where it's distributed, you know. So, um, you know, the the fact that it doesn't happen at a particular time isn't, you know, as critical as it would be if you're doing regular broadcast radio. So um, so anyway, I, I've gotten, gotten to the point where it's like, okay, no, I just said, like, um, many times I usually have my programs about three-month time frame and – Sometimes I mean, and it's, and it's you know I get a pretty good number filled, but there are times where like last week and, and this week that nobody scheduled you know over the last couple of months that you know anyway so I ended up having you know two weeks off so and I look at it I like that, that. It's like you know okay I have an extra day <laughs> you know and, and it's not even that it's I mean it's an hour show you know and, and I'm sure like you you do your regular preparation for it you know but. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, it's, it's like, um, you know, I can do this anytime. 
I love that, and I love your perspective on that. We have one minute left. I do want to, if you'll be okay to stay in the next five minutes, because we're way too over this, and I really do want to get into, I love dreams. I absolutely love them. And when I saw this, I wished it was in the beginning of the book and not at the end for me. But for, but if you, you wrote it, and I understand why, but for me, I had to go through it uh, sequentially. But I want you to explain blame dreams because to me they're the windows to your soul sleeping well your eyes are your windows to your soul but dreams can actually bring out prophetic my daughter dreams prophetically and you mentioned a prophetic dream so i i love dreams and you say you love them so i know you do too but can you go through that chapter real quick with everyone and and i'm sorry i'm going to keep you over a few minutes Oh no, that's fine. I, I, I appreciate that. That's fine. No, um, w- with the the dreams, um, the 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 one that I mentioned. First of all, I've, I've always liked dreams. When I was when I was a child, I would have flying dreams all the time. I would just put my hands out, flap away, and then I would be flying. Um, and you know, oh, okay. and in in my youth. You know, um, I would always, I would have a reoccurring dream where I, I would go to a field of yellow flowers. I mean, it was just like a huge field, and I would meet, you know, different um, people, entities, whatever, there. Oh, and, I um, love so, that. I mean, and I was, well, I was obviously, you know, I needed a little escape. <laughs> but um, other than that, but, I mean, it was it was to the point that it, it actually is, plays a major part in the Joy Potential book. So, I love that. Play a big part of mm-hmm. I do love that, and I wish I could spend more time in it. I do want you to know that yellow is my favorite color. So when you fell in that in that, or you landed in that uh, yellow field mm-hmm. of, of flowers, to me that's just confirmation that this was a great connection. Um, before we end the show, because I have to, I don't want to, but I have to. Um, I do <laughs> want you to tell everybody we are doing the book. Um, no secret. Spirituality Bite. It's no secret Spirituality Bites. I did not know until I talked to you that your radio show was called that. So when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I have to read this because if he's telling me that that bites, I'm going to have to tell him something. So what's funny is I had a laugh. <laughs> and the other joy potential, where you'd least expect it. Please tell everyone where they can actually purchase them should they want to read them. And your Water Lilies table book, this is sitting on my table in the living room because it is so important to me and beautiful. Tell everyone how to get a hold oh, of you, you and your book. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Basically, the, 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 the central location would be my website, biteradio.me, um, B-I-T-E, for bringing inspiration to earth, radio.me. And um, on that, I've got links to the show, um, and I've got links to the books, you know, kind of on the left side. Um, and then I've, I've just now added my calendars. I do photo calendars every year, and I just got my 2024 oh. allotment up there. <laughs> so, um, so it's anyway, oh, my it's goodness, a kind I've of a, a, a general spot. I've got to see that. And everyone, if I can tell you how beautiful, and the all that know that are, are with me today that know Robert and have followed him for a while, you already know. But I'm a new one. And here we've been on the same, you know, path for 15 years. How crazy. But I'm going to get your like you don't know your next door neighbor. <laughs> I know. Isn't that funny? Um, I, I just, I, I love this connection, Robert. I hope that we stay connected i i feel we will 
Um, I want to thank you. It's an honor to have you on the show. And I love, I could have talked to you for a few hours. So for everybody out there, before we end the show and everyone's still listening, um, please, if you're in Florida like I am, stay safe. Make sure that whatever they tell you on the television, please be um, prepared because uh, a lot of people weren't for the last hurricane and it destroyed a lot. So please, everybody, if you uh, they're already sending me notes to expect power outages. Robert, that this show went on before that is, a, is amazing and a blessing. I want to thank you. You are a wonderful, gentle, fabulous soul. I can feel that in you. And I want to thank you for sharing your time with us today. Well, thank you, Bonnie, for having me. I just loved it. I mean, like you said, we could talk for hours. So, But we are connected now on social media, so I expect that our paths Absolutely. will cross more often. I hope so. And, Robert, this isn't the first time I'll have you on, and I appreciate you coming. And, hey, until next time, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.